OTB GAA Scale has opened the war definitely with the football pod Where are your power rankings now? The Royal Rumble that's coming our way Hurling pod versus football pod Will, you're a coward Subscribe to the OTB GAA podcast feed wherever you get your podcasts OTB AM with Gillette Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar so many critics, these pundits. Generally speaking, I'd be a fan of off the ball. Exactly. And like Tommy knows his football, obviously, listening to football pod the odd time. And when I was looking at the power rankings and I thought that Jesus almost still be feeling the effects of these mushrooms. But they just dismiss you like, you, you know, you have nothing to do with the bloody occasion. Ah, the new thing. I hadn't heard that. Very good. <laughs> mm. Tommy, how are you? Morning, lads. What's going on? It's getting serious when this thing's in place. Oh. There you go. Um, yeah. Uh, you have some... Uh, you've got a rider here, you know, no blue M&M's or only blue M&M's. Uh, yours is, don't ask me any questions until we get to the end because they're so contentious. There are so many rips in the space-time continuum that if we were to get into every single one of them, we'd be here until uh, Tuesday fortnight, by which stage that's, they'll be updated that's, again. That's the thing. I, I took on the feedback last week that the people wanted the power rankings and I sat down last night to do them. And you know what? I think it's better when we have that little bit more evidence. So we just get into it because you'll see. Okay. Before before we do that, I'm I'm desperately trying to like... Owen hadn't established these are just correct, right? And it Mm. was was his um, giant brain slash ego that allowed him to get away with that. But you're taking a far more scientific approach to this. Mm. Can I ask you? I am am and I am, Dodger. For me, the power rankings are if there was an All-Ireland final and every other game was played between these two teams this week, this week on the basis of what we know, as opposed to... Because otherwise, for the last number of years, Dublin would always have been because until until they get toppled... You have to respect everything they've done in Croke Park in every final where they've always managed to come back and win, right? Up until the bit where eventually they got beaten. But for me, that's what this power rankings are. Today, if we were to play a game... So then the rankings wouldn't change at all? No, they would, they would change because they would change on the basis of the information at the weekend. Like, players are injured, uh, players not in form, players not fully fit. So, like, Kerry aren't fully fit at the moment and they don't have everybody available to them. And so, therefore, I wouldn't have them number one in the power rankings this week. But that, that's just mm-hmm. me. I think your take is who's going to win the All-Ireland this season. Is it? Um, yeah. Like, there's nothing else matters. Nothing else matters in the power rankings unless you win Sam. So I know, like, but I want reactionary. I want a massive but, overreaction but, conversation. Have oh. you seen them? Have you seen what's happened to, to some of the counties? But let's go. Way? Let's go. Okay. Okay. So yours, yours, is, yours is who is the best team in the country and most likely to win the All-Ireland is what you have. And then it's ranked from 32 to 1. Is that what I... I put... Yeah. Yes. Yes. I put value on form on the league. I think the league is one of our best competitions. I actually think this season it's actually been devalued because of how tight the season is. So I watched Tyrone on Saturday night. By God, I hope they have their eye on Monaghan in, in Ulster because I just couldn't get my head around how far off it they were. Um, and then again, it is February. But when I say it is February, it is so tight until championship starts. It's five weeks. Championship starts in five weeks' time. So it's, uh, I just think that the power rankings, it needs to represent how tight this uh, calendar is because we're getting into the business end of the season really, really quickly this year. Okay. 32, 32 to 1. Okay. 32, Waterford, haven't moved. Um, Give a little bit of context in the football pod this week, so I won't move any further than that. Carlo, 31st. 
Two defeats in the last two weeks, 15-point loss to Leitrim. They are bottom of the fair play table. Carlo have had five red cards, three on Sunday. And Whoa! Four <laughs> One of the reasons why they've moved so quickly far down. London down two as well. So Carlo and London both down two. Disappointing so far after running Leitrim so close. Two seven-point defeats back-to-back. Two teams have moved up, and that's Wicklow and Wexford. Both up two. Uh, Wicklow bet London um, with a huge win. Before, sorry, before a huge win against Leash, Wicklow were five to one at the weekend, even though they'd beaten Leash in the Leinster Championship last year. So, Bucky's got that one wrong, um, and they made a mockery of the pre-match power rankings too. So, I had to move them forward. And Wexford, alongside Wicklow, have a bit of an outside shot now of promotion from Division Four. They've had a couple of big, big wins, so they bet Leitrim at home and then bet Waterford. Moving on, so Longford, Leash, and Leitrim haven't changed. Sligo haven't changed, but after that, very few counties have been safe. Tip with a consecutive double drop. Despite picking up a first point at a campaign, they just, it was up against Longford. Two teams that can't buy a win and they couldn't buy it at the weekend. They drew. They've also lost Stephen O'Brien since their last chat. And so that's another key player. Tipper in trouble. Antrim have moved forward. One, a first win against Tipperary, but they have a bad habit of losing games in the last minute at the minute, lads. I don't know if you've seen it, but they were uh, in command against Down, in command against Fermanagh. They conceded 1 3 in injury time and it's agonising. But they've got to find a way of getting past that. Offaly down one after a decent start. They've lost the last two games to promotion contenders Westmead and Cavan. They're going to end up where I thought they'd end up, which is middle of the pack. Fermanagh, good teams find a way to win. We mentioned Antrim there. Well, Fermanagh have found a way two weeks in a row to win back-to-back games in injury time. Sean Quigley, their main man, has inspired it with two, uh, two goals that he flicked in. Uh, somehow in injury time and it's come back to win it but Ulton Kellum has been having a big influence there he's somebody who had a bit of exposure to the AFL so keep an eye on Ulton Kellum this year and see how he gets on Limerick are down to 19th so they're 0 from 4 they got smashed by Cork they just seem to be in a bit of disarray Division 2 just might be that level above for where they're at um, they also have the worst score difference in the county in the country 18th down have quietly moved forward once more Another huge comeback win against Westmead at the weekend. They were they'd only kicked four points lads after fifty minutes of play, but they kicked one seven um without response then in the last oh, sorry, one five without response. Westmead didn't score um to edge that game by a point. They are now in the promotion hunt and they're playing Cavan this weekend, so keep an eye on that game because if Down managed to turn over Cavan, who are cruising through division three, they are absolutely in the promotion hunt. Loud, this is a bit of a contentious one. Rocked into Navin at the weekend. They emerged with two massive points. They're only in 17th place. That could change on our next power rankings because the other two teams in Leinster could slide. The other three teams in Leinster could slide a lot more. Louder in 17th place. Um, they just have to prove it now. That's that's where I'm having that. So um, we'll move on, will we, to the third slide? Yeah, I mean, we'll come back to Louder, obviously. But go on. Yeah. Kildare 16th. I still think they were blessed to be Clare. And unfortunately, I think they showed their true colours again on Sunday, which is mind-boggling. I just can't get my head around how it's so bad at home in Newbridge. Maybe it's a psychological thing. Maybe they're feeling the pressure and the heat from the commentary of the Clare fans or the Clare fans who seem to think that... I just don't know how it's gone so bad so quickly. Maybe we can talk about that again, but it's just dire straits at the minute. The one thing I'll say to them, the one caveat is they have two local derbies left to save their skin they've got Loud in RD and they've got Mead at home so they've got to win that next game they can still survive um, so they didn't slide any further after that win against Clare but 16th place um, Cavan 15th cruising through Division 3 as expected 
But will that harden them for Ulster? Hard to see. And I think they need a run to the Ulster final to make um, the All-Ireland series this year. So I don't see Cavan um, raising much higher. Mead have slipped back to 14th. Lucky not to slide further. Defeats to Derry and Loud have them in a bit of bother. The mood has changed a little bit. They need to get the finger out. Big game next week against Limerick. You'd expect them to win that. After that, they're going to have to pick up another point. Westmead have moved back one. They've won one. They've lost one. Perhaps that place being guaranteed in time has let them take their eye off the ball a wee bit. Um, sources have suggested that Jack Cooney is back involved, which is interesting. Um, and yeah, like Westmead are, are where they're at. They, they should be getting promoted to Division 3, but um, maybe they're going to let me down in terms of where I had them in the power rankings. Cork up to... James who's Cork, as it was christened this week mm-hmm. on the football pod. Um, look at lads, Cork are the tip of a glove and the width of the post away from actually being in the mix to knock Dublin out of promotion places, which would have been some shock. Because if Dublin go on to lose to Derry this weekend, which I'd expect, Cork possibly would have beaten them on head-to-head. I know it's a big if, but they're actually, um, they're actually in a great position. So uh, they're top of the relegation fodder in Division 2. Um, Clare this weekend is crucial for them that game is an Ennis whoever loses that game is in big trouble Clare in 11th they haven't moved I just don't think anyone has done enough to move them yet we'll see after Sunday Donegal have moved back to 10th so they've swapped with Monaghan so fair play Shane you've got a bit of movement there Um, they eked out another point at the weekend which could be crucial to staying up they did get the rub of the green I don't know if you saw the Paul Conroy shot look at it it probably went over the post so you'd have to give the umpires the benefit of the doubt but that's two weeks in a row where a lot of teams aren't getting the benefit of the doubt from the referee um, Donegal have so their intent I still have a feeling they're going down Monaghan have had a superb two weeks beating top of the table Roscommon and Donegal both at home their final home game is in round six against Tyrone and you have to imagine the losers of that game go down moving on to the top slide and there's been movement all over the place here Tyrone are in 8th place 2021 All-Ireland winners they've slid back toothless is the word I've used a few times and they were whether it be defensively offensively just all over the place um, it's frightening how much their attack has lost direction and how easily Mayo ripped their defence apart uh, en route to their four goals Roscommon have moved up one place more so by virtue of how poor Tyrone were rather than the Rossi's unbeaten record up until the weekend Um Despite defeat to Monaghan, they're still joint top. There's seven days between the Connacht final as we and let's start the Connacht first round and the league finals as we mentioned last week. So maybe we're going to see Roscommon take the foot off the pedal. But looking at that um, Division One table, they're going to need another point from somewhere. So um, they have a couple of big games ahead. Mayo this weekend. That's going to be a weird one with the with the Connacht championship game a month away. Armagh have slipped back two places, lads. I found that tough to do. Um, I found that one tough to do, but they're actually only on three points here. The league form, the quarter final against Galway last year had them higher, and I'm just not seeing that at the minute. They actually have a must win game now against Donegal. So I've written off Donegal anytime we've seen them. Armagh have to beat them this weekend. It's at home. Um, if they don't win it, Donegal are on five points, and Armagh are on three points going into the last two games of the National Football League. So it would be a disaster for McGeaney if Armagh were to get relegated this year. They're way too good for that. Um, and I don't expect them to lose it but that's where they're at looking at form Derry are the form team in the country they moved up one place they could have actually smashed meeting Kildare by a lot more I don't know if you watched the highlights there but like they could have had six goals Mark Donnellan I'd say was actually nearly man of the match mm. despite Shane McGuigan kicking one one five or six um, they have a real litmus test this Saturday against Dublin I'd say Dublin are targeting it 
I'd also say Rory Gallagher is targeting it to see where his team is at. Mayo up one place, exceptional at times on Saturday night. It was very entertaining to watch them. Really, really enjoying how varied their attack is. Like they're running it when it's on, they're kicking it from distance when it's on, they're hitting it in O'Shea when it's on, and they're going for goals as much as possible. Um, they've thrown off the inhibitions and there are good vibes about them. I've slid uh, Dublin back to one place, to um, third. I didn't expect I'd do this, but something isn't clicking. And Jerry, I kind of dismissed you last week when you when you suggested it. I did. I put my hands up now. I'm, I'm not saying I'm infallible the way Owen used to say it. Apology accepted. I just, yeah. The one thing that got me at the weekend was looking at the confidence of the Clare forwards and the manner in which they strutted around Croker. The soul dummies at ease. They were kicking balls over the bar with no bother. And I was like, there's no fear here. No. Teams don't fear Dublin anymore. Or the last 10 minutes. I don't know. Yeah, Shane, maybe. And like, you know, you could. there were six points up and it wasn't the same as the manner in which Kildare caught them. Like Dublin really turned it on and even Dublin's final score was so impressive. Even though a lot of people would say and the Sunday game unfortunately didn't show the highlights um, or the moment where the, the free went against Clare. But Clare FM commentators lost the head that um, it should have been a free in and Dublin break at lightning speed and they just know what they're doing in that moment oh the dub's and getting big big uh, referee decisions in Crow Park Jesus that never happens <laughs> hey did you hear that the stats were 10 to 1 in the last 10 minutes the freeze the free count 10 to 1 in favour so, of Dublin in favour of Dublin wow and that's what I that's what I heard from the Clare FM commentary team because I, I was watching the Mayo game but anyways yeah the dubs we'll see it now on Saturday night no one beg you'd expect that the likes of Costello McCaffrey um, Scully will start but there's just but that element of fear has gone okay. and once that goes that invincibility goes and yeah cracks I'm not I, like they've won four games from four like you know this whole Dublin are gone shite let's, let's get to the end go on Galway are first place and I think Pork Joyce will be really 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 happy and sorry, I actually think our podcast listeners uh, Galway are second Galway are second Carry sorry, second, first. sorry second sorry apologies thank you and Shane I actually think it's it's you can say that when it's in Division 1 when it's in Division 2 you can't say that Dublin if they're in second place are happy enough at winning those games maybe they are maybe they're training like as I suggested two weeks ago maybe their training regime is that savage I just think that there's there's too much not right there to be able to justify them then in, in second place. But for Joyce, leaders are stepping up. Matty Tierney, two weeks in a row, has put in exceptional performances. And Peter Cook and Ian Burke have slid in seamlessly. So mm. they're doing that without the star boys being back. Have I, over. I haven't There's said this on air. Sean Kelly, uh, player of the year, 66 to 1, if you want. Um, You've called it, Jerry. Um, and this is on the basis of listening to the football pod, I, I, so it's credit where you guys. Uh, but it was like, oh, that—that's how this works. If if they're going to win, obviously, uh, Shane Walsh, congratulations, getting off, getting engaged, and uh, so he will obviously be their star man Absolutely. in those finals if they are to get over the line. But footballer of the year, they're going to remember this—that in the league he was grinding it out and driving forward and is transforming the role of the fullback. You know, he's not a stopper; he's a starter. And yeah. uh, so on and so forth. And so my campaign starts here. I, 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 I've got a I good think, track record of getting you in the top three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you absolutely do. You've been, you've been very, very close a couple of times. Um, but I think I think that Sean Caddy role is a really interesting one. Um, Andy Moran is someone who would have tipped me off to it initially on season one of the football pod because obviously the Mayo and Galway boys, they know each other so well. And I 
didn't get it. I was like, how could their most important player be a cornerback in 2021? I just didn't get it. Like, And this is when we, we hadn't really seen teams for a long time. It was that summer when we got three league games after COVID. And he was raving about Sean Kelly. And I didn't know Andy that well at the time. So part of me was going, ah, oh, yeah, he's, he's, this is like the Kerry boys in Cork. He's just kind of talking up Galway here. Mm. But he was speaking about the fulcrum of Galway's attacking game plan being based on Sean Kelly. And now they've developed beyond that. But if they can release Kelly a little bit, and we've seen snippets up in the league, but if they can release him in the summer to go forward without having to tie up the best player of the other team, it's similar to what Mayo are getting from like Enda Hessian or other players he like needs that. He rest, doesn't he? Like, is it Sean Kelly that's played every single, he played every, every final he could have possibly played in the last 12 yeah. months? He hasn't got a rest either. He's straight into the league. Like You'd, yeah. you'd be concerned about his... Or, or like the training to games ratio that we always hear about, which is, you know, if you, you play more soccer matches mm. like at a local level than you do training sessions at Intercounty, you never get games. And he's like, yeah, I've got games, right? I don't have to do all this ridiculous training. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. This has Gary Neville saying teams don't fear Messi anymore after the Saudi Arabia game vibes off it, says uh, one of our colleagues who knows a thing or two about Intercounty football there, Tommy. That's about the okay, yeah, well, maybe, and maybe that is a bit of PTSD, and I'm not going to say who it was, but PTSD in Leinster, and like Leinster, like Leinster counties have gone soft, like they've gone soft, and they are absolutely browbeaten by the Dubs. I agree. Yeah. I agree. So, like um, one of the things we were saying uh, last night in the pod were the Dubs have Derry this weekend, and that is going to be their only test until the All Ireland, really, until the All Ireland semi final. And I know we say that every year, but they're actually going to have to play eight games to get there, the way the calendar works. Well, hang on. Is there not a possibility that there'll be an important match at some point away from Croke Park in the round robin? I, I haven't... What, like, yeah, but is but the draw... The, top. the way it falls, right? So, so Dublin are going to be first seeds. They're going to win Leinster. More, more than likely. They're going yeah. to be first seeds. Um, they're going to get a provincial runner-up. So, like, take your pick. Who are you going to get there? Cork. Um, Cork Sligo. or... Cork are probably the Ulster team I think at the way it's fallen this year I'm not sure exactly how it's fallen then you're going to get a decent Division 1 team and then you're going to get probably a Division 2 or a Westmead so the Dubs aren't going to get challenged again they're going to have a Division 4 team in the quarterfinal in Leinster Division 2 or 3 team in Leinster after that and then in the round robin series three games one of them you'd imagine they're going to walk another one they'll get by then they might have a game that they have to pick a team for so look I just think that the, the challenge is going to be there for them over the next couple of weeks um, so the training the training argument still holds water I, I, I do yeah. think though that uh, look you know if they're training really hard then that's why there's no there was a great line that Bob Keaton had about Tipperary after a championship match they were dead only to wash them <laughs> and that's what that's what the Dubs look like a little bit at the moment but if if they are doing a block of training that allows them to be explosive in 8 weeks time or 10 weeks time and then Con yeah. looks like Con again because what's happening at the moment is he's just doing hard yards making sure the hamstrings are ready to go whenever they actually extend them. And it's the same with a load of those players. They just aren't in form at the moment and there's no new yeah. players coming through to supplant them. Michael Darmacoli's in the papers today saying he wants kids to come in and rip the jersey off. <laughs> yeah, he was talking specifically about himself at Bally Bowden. He wants the 18-year-olds yeah. to do that. But he wants them to do that at Dublin training as well. There's no, where's this, where's the next con? Where's the next Scully? Where's the next Bugler? Do you know, like... There's just nothing yeah. at the moment. That's the so. Even John Kiley was saying after the Limerick's one of the weekend, he was like, you need to have most of your work done by this stage in terms of training and prep. Like, most mm. of the work is behind you. But so I, if, if that's the case uh, with Dublin, then you'd be worried. Well, that wasn't the case with Limerick last year, though, was it? 
No, do you team, know what I mean? Teams change year on year. They're like, well, that didn't work. Well, well clearly it worked for Liverpool you know, last year. So, I think I think Tommy's point about the, the concertinated season means that we don't actually know what everybody's doing at this point and just how far along they are. Yeah, but I, I think that's fair. Yeah. But you would definitely, if you're Mayo, you're feeling good about the, the vibes. Is actually as important. The yeah. smiley faces, the emojis, is um, we God, were talking the about the mood music, lads. Like we were in Casabar for our road show last summer, and it was like it was awkward like it was like oh god this is like how has this gotten so do you know what Tommy we need and to night, we need was. to announce the tickets today that we're yeah, going we back do. to Castle Bar and they will sell out we'll sell out yeah. the biggest arena they have no, Paddy's made it clear he's not going anywhere but Killarney this year so we're that's that's the way he's Vibes going are a little bit off there as well do you know yeah, what I mean maybe that's what maybe that's what they need maybe maybe that's what the All Ireland needs the football pod to go in and shake up Killarney I do also so, need to officially apologise on air to the glorious uh, skyline of Tralee uh, it's funny how my in- initial tweet uh, got oh, like I missed a, this. a quarter of a million likes or a quarter of a million uh, reach and then the next one where I apologised for my stupidity what did you say? <laughs> I was like oh the uh, the skyline uh, from the stand in Killarney is world class and everyone's like duh it's Tralee I'm like oh my god <laughs> Oh, that's, like that's unfortunate. Like it is, it is tough to. Luckily, call Twitter's fucked, like, and no one can see it anymore. Apologies for the uh, language. <laughs> well, I just, I just liked it. Any other big issues? I'm sorry. I, I no, totally we, don't we don't have time. We don't have time. I was, I was you getting st- angry. You stretched it out. You stretched it out so long. We don't have time to get okay, into well, it. Okay. Well, next time, next time, I won't make that many changes, and you can just, you can just argue with me. I all mean, right? this is the week. I, I think it's. Uh, let the public decide. Should we do this every week? Hundred percent. I think so. I'm getting texted, man. Don't have to do that much work on it anymore, Tommy. The work is done. You just, you're just defending your bad takes now. Anyway. Okay, okay, all right, okay. Hey, there you go. He twisted his arm. That was, that was brilliant. Tommy, excellent. A natural care, successor. Lads. Thank you very much. Good luck. Bye bye. And bye-bye. that was the latest football power rankings from Tommy Rooney. Tommy knows his football, obviously, listening to football pod the odd time. And I was looking at the power rankings and I thought that Jesus' own must still be feeling the effects of these mushrooms. Right. <laughs>